state which will live in infamy. Only a foolish optimist can deny the dark realities of the moment. All right, we're live. Well, uh, Dave, welcome to FDR's wheelchair. It's good to have you here. Yeah, Thanks awesome for being to be here. Good, Appreciate good. It. Well, wait till the end until you say that uh, again. <laughs> I can entertain myself. It's fine. <laughs> All right. Um, so yeah, two days on the show. Lucky me. Yeah, <laughs> two days. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't worry. We'll it's, talk about you at the meeting. It's it's, okay. <laughs> it's, it's an asshole collage. <laughs> Oh, so uh, thanks so much for being on. Um, we really do appreciate it. Um, we do- honestly don't know a lot about you. We've listened to your podcast. We dig it. Um, oh. You know, it's pretty cool. And uh, But we don't know a lot about you. So if you could give us some background information about yourself, the name of your podcast, you, uh, your collaborator, Melissa, all that fun stuff, you know, we'll just let you talk for a few minutes. Okay, sure. And... Um... And if you're inter- if anybody out there is interested, you can join the tens of listeners that we have for the Stuart Pedasso show, available <laughs> where you get all your podcasts from. Right? <laughs> uh, so, well, I'm, I'm based out of Rochester, New York, and that's where the the podcast is. You know, I, we don't just focus on Rochester stuff by any means, but um, we try to use what we deal with here in town to make it even international. Talk about stuff that. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody hopefully can get into. And sometimes it's really boring and talking about our tomatoes, and sometimes it's <laughs> saucy and we review sex toys. Oh, yeah, there you go. More, <laughs> you need I, something I in upstate New York. It's more on the side of the tomatoes, but you know, every once in a while a butt plug will pop in. That's, that's as they do. Yeah, as they do. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how it happens. So, um, the, actually, I was thinking about this this morning. Um, the podcast started. I will so try to make this short, not the. Oh, you're version. fine. No. Um, year when I was a kid, maybe a teenager or so, um, my dad. And so, isn't it always a, a, an issue with daddy? Um, <laughs> he would get a bottle of something and sit in front of this old stereo thing that he had with a microphone. He fi- he had one of the few tape decks that had a micro microphone jack in it, and he would make. Uh, a tape for friends instead of like writing letters and he would play music and make it like a fake radio station and by the side B he'd be hammered and just slurring <laughs> <laughs> and you know how the kids always like to up the parents so when I got to college I kind of wrangled my own deal rig and was making letters slash tapes mis- mixed tapes kind of thing in a fake radio station kind of way um and I would started writing my own fake commercials. And embarrassingly mm. enough, I still have the tapes and they're really not good. <laughs> <laughs> As when I got into college, I also, that kind of prompted me to start college radio. Mm-hmm. So I did that for a while and thought about maybe doing that professionally and met people in radio and decided that's a really bad idea. <laughs> and then the internet started happening because I'm really old and this idea of podcasts and then mm-hmm. the Stuart Podesto show has been going with a one slight break for mm-hmm. severe depression. Um, we're coming up on 14 years. Wow. That and is beyond impressive. That, that's in the infancy of podcasting. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Without yeah. Question, yeah. This is, this, this is an OG I, I, show. I remember and, visiting my friend um, out in Hawaii about seven years ago and he was talking about all these podcasts I should listen to. And I'm getting on my phone like, what is a podcast? 
cast. I'm yeah. like, oh, cool. Well, I taught a couple years in Hawaii, and I brought the show with me. Oh, that's there wild. Yes, and we won podcast local podcast of the year two years running. At the time, it was such a long time ago. We were probably the only podcast. <laughs> that's <laughs> partici- on, participation on trophy. I, I've won a lot of contests where I'm the only participant. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? This is yeah. the award-winning show, the Stuart Podesta. Show. <laughs> Absolutely. I have yeah. the links, so you can't say I'm lying. Were you on the main island? No, I was. We were on Maui. Oh yeah, that's that's where he lives. He lives up in Pukalani. Uh huh. Oh, okay. We were in Kihei. And, yeah. Uh, or I was in Kihei. My co-host uh, actually lived closer to Pukalani. Oh so, yeah. Um, Small world. Yep. Yep. It, yes. And thanks to podcasts, even smaller. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just it was just an idea. Uh, the original version. I had three of my friends uh, on as well, and we and it really was a drink fest. I did. As funny as some of the old shows are, they tend to get, like my dad's tapes by side B, it was pretty unlistenable. <laughs> um, but they're still up. All of our, every single podcast we've done is still up at StuartBerdassa.com. So you can go back and from 13 and a half years Just ago. To hear the evolution of that is absolutely, that would be cool. I'm going to go back because obviously when you, <laughs> a lot dis- <laughs> well, when you discover a new podcast, you listen to the front end of it, obviously. And just yeah. to kind of sample some old stuff would be fun. You know, yeah, for sure. And then, and then with somebody else moved away, and then my move to Hawaii, I uh, kind of roped somebody from my space of all things mm-hmm. um, into being my co-host there. And so I did it for the two years I was in Hawaii. That's exciting. And then when I came back to Rochester, um, bumped into a friend, and I was I had somebody else in mind to be a co-host because nobody wants to hear me go on for an hour. <laughs> um, and I was working on trying to get this other person and bumped into my friend. And I said, hey, why don't you come on this Saturday? Because I, I, you know, I really don't have anything planned. Come on the show. And she's never left. And that's Melissa. So that have been on for like eight, nine years. That, that, that's a beautiful story. And from the few episodes that I've listened to, you can tell that like each, each episode, since it sounds like you were remote, it's like, a, it's like a reconnection with an old friend. It just seems that you're both very happy not just to be recording together, but to be together and and just kind of continue your friendship and that uh, the, the the personal side of that really seems to come out in your show. And, and when we're talking about our tomatoes and and shit like that, I mean, I think that's what actually makes the show when it's something yeah, that's not all that absolutely. exciting. I mean, fortunately, I don't mean this in a bad way. This is not Melissa's. A lot of Melissa's focus right now is the legalization of cannabis. And so that seems to get talked about like every week, and mm-hmm. so I, even we even got something for the stoners. So that's pretty cool. Yay, stoners! Yeah, there you go, Dave. <laughs> you you so, perked up. <laughs> yeah, and, and we so I, Melissa bought a house. Well, after I bought mine, she actually ended up buying one relative walking distance to to mine. Mm-hmm. So for a while, we she was just walking over, and we were doing the show up here, and luxurious dick off studio and um yeah but so we've had to go remote because of the pandemic and we just sit there before every show going man i can't wait to we're in a room together that's i mean those tend to be more drink fest than you know because when we have guests on as long as they can make it up the three flights of stairs and down um, <laughs> we just we've had this little attic office packed with people and microphones all over and just had a really good time with people talking about stuff. That sounds so fun. That sounds a lot of fun. Yeah, it really is. I mean, it t- we we really, you know, and then I make the mistake of, oh, well, I'm going to feed my my guests, and I choose all the <laughs> crunchy stuff so that I crunch <laughs> right into the microphone. 
Because I'm a professional podcaster. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? We, we were recording one time, and we had, what, chips and salsa? Yeah. yeah. Like, that's a, yeah, that's really smart. Yeah. And then we had nuts and and uh, other <laughs> chips, and yeah, it was it was great. You could Fresh, really tell. Fresh, vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> Eat healthy, but I don't want to hear you chewing it but with your mouth. But, you know, one of the things that we enjoy, and I and maybe you can attest to enjoying the same aspect of this, is, is that improvisational piece. I mean, you want to be planned, you want to be organized, you want to be, quote, professional, but it's the nuance of the improvisation and the unknown each week that makes it fun and interesting. And and, and it's uh, for us. I mean, that's mm-hmm. been an editorial decision on my part that makes it sound fancy. That just means I'm lazy. Um, <laughs> no, but seriously, I, I can only think of two times where I've gone back and taken something out. Yeah. So if it... If we fuck up or it sucks, it it stays. Yeah, um, there's and it's ne- and it's never been me. It's always been a guest or something. I said, mm-hmm. you know, I just I shouldn't have said that person's name. Would you mind? And and that's totally legit. Right, totally legit. right, right. But if it's something stupid or like awkward, nah, it stays. Yeah, Whatever. yeah. It keeps or- its organic quality. That's a that's yeah. what keeps your listeners. Yeah, it yeah. makes it a little freer and a little looser, and you know. Plus Who knows what's going to happen? <laughs> yeah. Plus, we're too lazy to write scripts. That's not that. Happen. Yeah, yeah. I think we did that well, once. People got shit to do, man. <laughs> we did. <laughs> yeah. I, man, I don't have time for. I, you got to yell I'll, at eighth graders. I mean, come on. Like, you know? There'll be. I mean, I'll have. Sometimes I'll come in with little slips of paper with notes on it, just because mm-hmm. I don't want to forget. Right. Because my brain's always moving. Mm-hmm. So something. Will, if I have a great idea, it'll be gone for the shitty ideas that are coming after that. So <laughs> I tend to write on like little pieces of paper. I've got them all over the place in here. And so I'll do that. But other than that, no, it's pretty much, you know, how was your week? Okay, how was your week? And <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, I'll be uh, tonight. I'm recording the next show tonight with Melissa. Mm-hmm. And I, I got a thing that happened with another teacher that isn't necessarily about education. I'm mm-hmm. not doing the podcast to just bitch about these little kids. Um, but I had a really interesting interaction with a teacher who... And we'll get into discussing about some race relations and mm-hmm. how, how we're teaching our kids. And off of that, as opposed to, guess what happened to me in school today? But it was just a right. fascinating interaction that, that we'll be able to talk about for most of the show. Oh, that's exciting. And, and weed. And, and, and weed. Well, yeah. Apparently that's what we do now. <laughs> I can't wait to listen. <laughs> how do you come up with the names of your um, your episodes? That's that's the if you listen to the shows you'll see like like I've I even stopped trying to hide it I'll just be like, okay that's the name of the show that's <laughs> and there'll be times where a few times where we're finished and I don't have a name and then I just gotta what'll be good in Google oh penis usually gets a lot of <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the that yeah, algorithm <laughs> but usually it's something that that I try to sometimes I, I have to force in. But like you said, organic. It was just whatever. Yeah, out. yeah. It was. Um, that was one thing I first noticed about your show when I was looking at it. Was like his names are like our names. <laughs> just kind of it, off it's, the wall. It's fun just coming up with the titles. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then from that, what splinter off from that also was a page we have, which I'm proud of. It's really stupid and dopey, but I'm proud of it. Is our list of band names that you can steal for your band? Oh, nice! <laughs> oh, yeah. and there's over a hundred now. I mean, these have been going on forever. Yeah. Um, I stole one, and it got a retweet from Pam Greer, 
Whoa. <laughs> right, I know. That's, That's wild. Stupid award we won. Right. And I got retweeted by Pam Greer. Fuck all, man. I'm good. I'm done. It's I'm over. Yeah, it is. It's all downhill from there. Mm-hmm. Well, that's true. Yeah. I um, so, I, I, you know, I've, if I had more time, I'd said to my wife a few weeks ago, it'd be awesome if somehow we scored money where I could just not work for a year and just focus on this media empire that's known as Stuart Badesso. <laughs> that would be um, a dream. But <laughs> it's not going to happen. Like, I could design better T-shirts. I could, you know, do all this kind of marketing stuff that would just be fun. I just don't have time. I wish I could. It would be fun. It would be, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, you ob- you're obviously like us. We do it just for the sheer love of of, of just talking into do. a microphone on yeah, the internet. A, <laughs> great. I mean, I would be doing this, hanging out with Melissa or whomever, having having eighteen beers and talking about shit. Anyway, we might as well foist Record it on it. other people. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's a win-win because yeah. um, even if it never becomes you know, more than it is now, we're having a blast every single week. And then you never know. I mean, obviously, is the podcast market saturated? Oh, fuck yeah, it is, right? For, yeah. But it's, it's, but there's always a chance, you know? There's always a niche for, like, uh, liberal assholes who, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, it'll be out there and it'll always be out there. You know, Um, any week now, guys, I'm breaking through. (laughs) <laughs> Absolutely. Same here. I've literally said that to Dave in the past few days. <laughs> you wait now, buddy. Well, just, just wait till Dave like hits it big, and then we'll kind of contact with him. He's like, I don't know who the fuck you guys yeah. are. Block. Be- <laughs> Look, that might happen even if I don't make it big. Oh, <laughs> no, no, that's not on you. That's on me. That's on me. That's not on you. I- I'm like. My wife, I'm like, yeah, what's your name again? Uh, uh, <laughs> sorry. I call, that's why I call everybody dude. Dude. dude yeah, yeah, right? Or man. Yeah. I'm like, kids. What are your kids' names, dude? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I always avoid, like, the kids. that I really struggle pronouncing their name. And every morning, like, I'm like, hey, how you doing today? They're like, good. <laughs> You've never said my name before. Sorry, because I will yeah, fuck I, it up. I don't know if I, this is breaking it to you. You already yeah. knew this. They know. They they do know they do know I'm breaking all rules of culturally responsive practices by they know, yeah. they know you don't know how to say it right now. no shit <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, yeah I so whatever happens with this thing is fine I'm having fun with it um, the the branch off I think when I my activism kind of tailed off a little bit in the past two years and for a bunch of different reasons and. Um, Actually, I'm hoping this upcoming job change will mm-hmm. inspire me to get back, Good. have be more involved in stuff again. I um, thought you were going to say because everything's fine. No, just because my being out of that toxic environment will help me be able. Good for now you. I just don't. I'm, I don't think I'm going to come home every day and wanting to just stare at a wall for an hour. Good for you. Good for you. So, I mean, I, I mean, I love like where I am right now, but like uh, there, about ten years ago. I was in a situation where obviously it's not about the kids, but it's all the adults that can create absolute fucking havoc on a, on an environment, and it was it was toxic. And I was on the brink of leaving, and then fortunately we were replaced by people who weren't a bunch of nefarious dicks, and it's better. But I don't, yeah. man. I'm I'm good for you, man. Good for yeah. you to do it. So, it's right. So thing. I'm hoping to get back into more. Anyway, with with that little wane in my activism, the stuff that I'd been doing, that's when I kind of branched to the podcast off into that 24-hour internet radio station, which 
it's just a great excuse for me to go through music mm-hmm. and and some semi program it some of the talk shows are the talk shows are programmed but the um the music i just kind of let live 365 mm-hmm. do their randomy thing but just going through music and deciding what's some good uh you know power to the people kind of music that can get played stuff that folks yeah. everybody knows and stuff that nobody knows and everything in between and you know and then once in a while throwing in kung fu fighting exciting <laughs> and and, and ooh, for the Stuart Pedasso show are up there as well um even again in this create this stupid idea for marketing i started a um band camp page for the bits for our show and you know no one's buying any of the shit and that's totally fine yeah, yeah. we're having fun writing fake commercials for chick-fil-a and, <laughs> and the newest one is gwyneth Paltrow's goop. <laughs> just doing fake stuff for that. Mm, I can to... smell that right now. Yes. <laughs> the Chick Fil A, well, not, the, Chick-fil-A. not the goop. Yeah, this smells like my UTI vagina. But writing stuff like that when I'm in a good mood and I have these ideas, and then when my friends used to come over anyway, it, we would get drunk, and I'm like, "Here, read this script in the mic, and we have a new bit." Hey, um, and just doing all of those things is just what makes it fun, and. I'll put it out there as much as I can afford it because this is a I actually pay to get to get do this and um as long as I can afford to do it and just ha- have it be fun that's I'm yeah. doing it. Absolutely. Listen, yeah. don't listen, whatever. I have beer. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think that's one of the liberating things about podcasts and why podcasts got so popular is there you don't have any rules you have to follow. You don't you mm-hmm. it's you and you yeah. put it out there and then if you like it good that's mm-hmm. all you, yeah, that's all you need you don't have to impress anybody and if people want to join the ride then come on over absolutely <laughs> and i honestly i'd rather have people creating their own podcast and putting it out there for others to listen or ignore mm-hmm. than showing up at a meeting and thinking that your opinion means everything to everyone and not shutting up so I'd rather you did it in a podcast mm-hmm. rather than <laughs> fucking up my meeting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right? Yeah. Like, dude, just go make a podcast or something. Get out yeah. of my meeting. Nobody cares about your white white guy ass opinion. <laughs> so um, about your activism, what kind of activism were you involved in? Oh, it, it, it started locally. Um, we... Rochester is still relatively known for, even though there are like no presence here anymore. Uh, Kodak was was started here in Rochester. Uh, mm-hmm. George Eastman was from Rochester, and all of his shenanigans were here. And we were like a one company town for decades before my time. Um, and the pollution that they left behind and didn't bother to tell anybody was something mm-hmm. that I, I started to get involved in. And, and there's always I find if you don't even have to pay attention, sometimes um, if you have an activist mind. The other activists will find you. They smell you out and hunt mm-hmm. you down, and they will rope you into their stuff if you don't if you don't know how to say no. <laughs> I don't know how to say no. I'm getting better at it, but I don't know how to say no. We'd be on our so, show next week. <laughs> from helping one of my students on a project uh, on a presidential election, two weeks later, I find myself in a church basement in the middle of the hood with three other white guys plotting how we're going to put a banner over an overpass for Ralph Nader for president. <laughs> you know, and you just, how the hell did I get in this church basement? I don't right. even believe in God. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> and you start there, and then the next thing you know is you're a teacher, and you know how, how messed up public education is, particularly mm-hmm. in my city, 
you're running for school board. And how the hell? And mm-hmm. and of course you don't like the, doing it within the system, which here is the Democratic Party. So you become a lousy, filthy, stinking green. And then nobody likes you mm-hmm. because, I don't know, you like trees and shit. And apparently people don't <laughs> like people who like trees. Fucking tree huggers. <laughs> <laughs> right. So... And then it's just, it's that thing. If you're not good at saying no and you see all the things that need to mm-hmm. be more human-centered, you jump into stuff. And you learn things like the, the what I was saying before about white folks shutting up at a meeting. I mean, it took me a while to learn that. Being the mm-hmm. only white person in a room and listening to other people talk, if, you, if your wheels are turning, you kind of go, you know what? Maybe your opinion just isn't that important in this room right now. Shut up, dude. <laughs> right. And you kind of someone can teach you that, or you're gonna Absolutely. figure it out on your own. And just I mean, years and years of doing this, even when I'm do something where I'm out in front, it really is about because somebody asked me to do it, mm-hmm. or the issue is so important and nobody's talking about it. Mm-hmm. It's one of those fine, I'll do it myself kind of things. Mm-hmm. But other than that, I've learned it's. You know, Black Lives Matter. I'm I was out on the out in the streets and I was on that bridge in here in Rochester when the cops like went at us. But I wasn't leading the charge. That wasn't my charge to lead. And, exactly. And and but so when you have that and you're not seeing yourself as the leader, I'm going to change it all. Mm-hmm. You still find yourself helping out on like anything, and it's really even right. just going on social media. It's hard to go. Oh my! Because everyone's posting stuff that they know about, or individuals who need help or advocacy, and it's it's been very interesting having to say no to so many things because there are so many opportunities. Because cliche as it sounds, our world is so fucked up. Yeah, yeah. There's so many things to work on, and I really love that perspective too. Because when you think about it, when you're talking or if you're leading. You're not in a growth mindset because you're doing something that you know how to do or saying what you think or what you know. But when you're being more observant and when you're listening, that's when you actually can learn something and actually grow from it, you know? So that was, I think that's really poignant what you just pointed out there. That well, that, that runs deep. Dave, let me, I'll do it in a teacher, for like a, I'll use a teacher. Oh, fuck. Oh, here it so goes. You have a. <laughs> You have a cl- you you have this lesson plan. You have this awesome idea where all the kids are going to work cooperatively and do this thing together. And you go ahead and get started, and they just sit there and look at each other, or you, or right. their phones, or yeah. whatever. <laughs> never, like, never, Dave. Working. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> right. That's why you lesson plan. <laughs> yeah, not go as planned. <laughs> right, right. So yeah. I mean, it's the same thing when you have an issue, and everyone's like, "Oh, that's really horrible, Dave," but nobody mm-hmm. wants to do anything about it. So it's kind of like. Fine, I'll do it myself. I mean, that was kind of the last time I ran for office mm-hmm. for city council. Mm-hmm. That's pretty much how it was. There was these issues that weren't being talked about, and it sure wasn't going to come from our local Democrats. So, right. fine, I'll do it myself. I don't want to run, but I guess I will. Yeah, mm-hmm. And sometimes it's uh, it's important to run, even if you're not going to win or have no yes. hope, just to bring those questions to the table. Make right. them respond. It's, mm-hmm. Sometimes that's valuable. Let's go with FDR's wheelchair. I mean, it was the socialists and communists that pushed FDR to do all of the, a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff that he did. Yeah. And without them pushing, uh, and like Eugene Debs knew he wasn't going to win, become president. He knew that. <laughs> <laughs> running from jail. Right, 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 right. Um, although these days that may actually be a bonus because mm-hmm. you're just already there. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have to wait until after I'm president. I'm just already there. <laughs> Saving the taxpayers' money. Yeah, just skipping a step. Um, yeah, so I, it's absolutely you. You look and so I, me running as a, doing anything as a green and getting it how 
the the time after time the conversations I have with liberal Dems who think Greens are just disgruntled Democrats Democrats who are throwing their tantrum and will come back someday, just not getting that it's a totally separate entity and because we feel that we need more voices, not mm-hmm. having all the voices mushed into one. Yeah. Um, and that's and that's been a conversation that, that I've had to have with a number of people just over and over again. Uh, actually, when we're done here, I'm going to I'm meeting somebody for coffee, and I'm going to have that conversation yet again. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. And this person reached out to me. Hey, Dave, there's this Democrat that just got elected into office, and I really want to introduce her to Greens. And, and I got to tell this person, yeah, okay, they're not going to give a shit. <laughs> 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 I mean... And I know that the person who just got elected in the office, I voted for her. And, and yeah. she, in the context of mainstream Democratic politics, she's, she is to the left. I don't see how much change is going to happen coming from within that system. So, right. Yeah. I so think I it'll, be, it'll be the same conversation I've had with people yeah. 1,700 times. <laughs> I think the Democrats know that the Green Party or the Green section of it doesn't really have anywhere else to go. So they can take it for granted. You know, well, and they make it that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you nationally, the um, oh crap! I again, not remembering names, that goes for legislation as well. Um, what was the voting thing that they try? They've been trying. Oh, the uh, that everyone's been saying is the best thing. It's going to restore voting rights and all that. Well, it started with the John Lewis voting rights, and then it came to the Fair yeah. Voting Act. Was fair, it, yeah, the thing. Fair was the Voting fair, Act, it was HR yeah. one, mm-hmm. I think. HR one, yes, mm-hmm. that got yeah. destroyed. Well, but. but there's provisions in that that just absolutely crush third parties. So right. There, there's good stuff in there, mm-hmm. but at the same time, let's get rid of the competition on the left. In New York State, before uh, Governor Grabass left, that's <laughs> um, <laughs> an easy joke. Right. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah. And it's still funny. It is funny. Um, and before Governor Grabass left, um, he got he forced through, he tried it a couple different ways that was ruled unconstitutional, and he fi- finally got it through through the budget of all things. He got away with it, just totally crushed every third party in new york state except for the two corporate ones and so now there's only four legit official parties in new york Mm -hmm. when there used to be eight or nine and one of the ones that supposedly went away was the green party i mean we're still functioning um but we have a lawsuit that we're that's taking a hundred years for them to to get to but to get our ballot status back so the democrats actively go after these third parties that 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 stand up to them right without question They're part of the system. I mean, they're they're part of the system just like the Republicans are. It's it's, Absolutely. mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, You know, like AOC, I hope I'm not being too blasphemous here, but she's great at social media. Yes, she is. She's absolutely. And, you know, and and there's so many people who call themselves lefties who are just stunned when she caves into Pelosi again or won't really, really put her her political capital out there to try Mm -hmm. and get something, right, or to try and— Force something, or to put the the mainstream Democrats in a bad position. Mm-hmm. She won't do it. She'll do, she'll tweet about it, right? Or right. go to a gala. You know, so I mean, it's <laughs> it's that struggle that I, both on the inside and on the outside. And Absolutely. I, unfortunately, I think it will change only because it has to from the weight of all this. Mm-hmm. It's not mm-hmm. going to be in a good way. It's going to be like, holy shit, we need food, kind of way. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's not going to change because we made it that way. The dam's going to break. Right. Is what's going to happen. No, absolutely. And and this is, I'm not going to lie, this is uh, 
Oh, I'll make myself look good. Let's say it's 50%. Mm-hmm. Probably more. <laughs> 50% of it is myself wanting to, when the shit hits the fan, me saying, hey, I was out there trying, dudes. You know, at least I can say I was trying. Do the I told you so. <laughs> oh, isn't that the name of Rush Limbaugh's first book? See, I told you so. Yeah, yeah. Second, second book. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Actually, the- oh, oh, thank God he's dead again. <laughs> oh, I'm okay. Yeah, see, and my thing about death is it's all part of living, so I don't have a problem talking ill of someone who dies, especially uh, if they're no. a douchebag. No, yeah, he's... right, right. Oh, he's not here to defend himself. Well, good thing, because he's a fucking malfeasant piece of I think human I, dead shit. Dead or alive, I think I could have taken him. Right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not in an eating contest, but, you know. <laughs> oh, that's fair. It's fair, true. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I definitely think, uh, like we say on this show all the time, we're not Democrats by choice. It's just what's left. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Well, and, okay, I'll do the pitch really quick. Mm-hmm. If if something within the greens, you know, floats your boat, man, you can start a local chapter. It's work, yeah. yeah. And you know, you'll get you'll get pointed at and laughed at and all that kind of jazz. Oh, that happens anyway. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, had, I had the best, and I talked about this on the show. You can, if you go back, I had him in 2019. I think that was the last time I ran. Um, I you you just get such good stories by doing, it, even if you just want to do it for that. The, the candidate forums where people say shit you can't believe. Mm-hmm. Uh, just, yeah, the kind of shit you can talk about people just because they say the craziest stuff. Or What's the, the dumbest way. thing you've heard someone say? Oh, boy. This wasn't as a candidate. <laughs> uh, I worked for uh, in the disability rights movement. I was a, a nonprofit for disability rights, and it was my job to set up candidate forums every year. And we had a guy mm-hmm. who was running for re-election as town supervisor, uh, and for this this suburb and he wasn't he did not read the room it was a disability <laughs> rights organization <laughs> and the question was about sub minimum wages for people with disabilities which is legal in this country unfortunately and um uh-huh. and he, he was like about these sheltered workshops where you take people with intellectual disabilities and you get them doing piecemeal work like stuffing envelopes mm-hmm. or whatever and you pay them like 25 cents an hour and it's legal and he had the he had no idea that what he was saying was fucked up and he was like <laughs> oh we love it we save boatloads of money using these folks oh <laughs> man and i was doing audio God. and i'm sitting behind him i'm sitting with my back to the audience and stuff and my back to him and somewhere out there, someone has a video of me just doing that slow turn, like oh. that what the fuck turn. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, he had true. no idea that what he was saying but no. looked wrong room, dude. Dude. Yeah. 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 And there were no pitchforks, but if there were, Ooh, yeah. he would have been hanging from one. It was, um, That's one of those comments you just kind of have to think was like, did he? Did he? Did he say that? Really? Like, say yeah. that. Oh, totally. That's exactly. <laughs> and amongst my, amongst my, you know, fellow activists and stuff who were either there or heard about it or saw it, that's like an ongoing joke in Rochester. That we we save boatloads of money from certain people. We we make that joke all the time in private. And it's just a reference to that guy. Oh, that's funny. I I had one time at a candidate forum. Um, I did my thing. And it was at a, a black church, and I had a guy, and I was teaching high schoolers in the city the same year, and um, guy said to me, man, I really like what you said. He goes, I close my eyes and listen to you, and you sound light-skinned. And I, 
I know what he meant. It was hilarious. And I took that as such like the ultimate compliment that there was somebody who said that, you know, I know exactly what he meant, that I sounded like that even though I'm like paler than Casper, <laughs> that, that I'm the only white person who would come into a black church and talk about reparations. Mm-hmm. And so I, it was totally a compliment, but the way he said it was awesome. That's... So I told my students, my senior age students, um, the next day in class, and this was in the uh, teaching in the city, and they thought they saw the humor and they saw it, but they said, "Well, it looks like you got your invitation to the barbecue now, Mister." Oh. <laughs> the rest of the year, I kept hearing oh. about the barbecue. Oh, it's so barbecue, good barbecue. Right? <laughs> Hard to tell him I hate barbecue. Oh, I've never been invited to barbecue. No, neither have I. <laughs> so, but I mean, and, and that type of thing, I totally, and understanding, now I'm going off a tangent on this one, but understanding the background of what all of those things mean, I know, okay, I, I'm going to tell other white folks who don't know, there's not like just one annual black people barbecue, okay? That's not what it means. So it's nothing I need a ticket to go to. <laughs> um, I understand it means that People recognize right. that I get the background knowledge to race relations and that I may not, that even though I'm white and might not totally be trusted, and that's, I understand that, but still that I'm one of the ones that, um, when the shit hits the fan, that I can be trusted yes. to join in and help. Yes, that you yeah. don't claim to be the expert, that you are there to, to right. learn and grow with, um, you know, everybody you want to support. That's, yeah. So, Mm-hmm. It's a it's an awesome story and and one and being an old person and having a podcast I like telling stories but um but it's it's rec it's recognizing the honor that actually is when folks come up and say things like that to me mm-hmm. the, the my kids telling me about the barbecue and this guy telling me I sound light skinned well when you really think about <laughs> it on the surface it sounds ridiculous but <laughs> I get what it means and just to, I mean so to to make it self centered the activism mm-hmm. you have that. I mean, yes, I'm not getting paid. There's no one who's giving me kickbacks for anything. Not who the fuck. Oh, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> uh, they, they, someone might want to pay me to stop podcasting. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just that it's that kind of thing. Going, okay, I'm doing the best that I can to try to help create change. Mm-hmm. It might not be, it might not feel like it's working, or the effect that I have might be, might help my daughter 20 years from now. I don't know, but. At least it tells me that I that I feel that I'm on the right track, and that that so mm-hmm. what I'm doing is at least righteous. Whether it's efficient Correct. or effective, I don't know. Change is small and happens righteous. in increments, so any positive influence has values. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, I know, blah blah blah, but you know. Well, yeah, but when even this isn't this anybody who's been doing anything mm-hmm. for a while and still waiting for this this you mm-hmm. know the real change to happen, it, it's just frustrating. I am and, getting older. And Dave, that's why. All lives matter. Always <laughs> 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 pissed. <laughs> no, 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 no. You don't. You don't understand. That, that's the kind of that's where I'm going to be going in this conversation tonight on the podcast. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm excited. Um, that interaction with the other teacher I'm talking about yeah. was an all lives matter moment. Oh, I can't oh, wait to hear it. But the other teacher is black. Exciting. The other huh? teacher was bringing out the all oh. lives matter to our kids. We co-teach and. Mm. It was awkward for me. It was, luckily, I was wearing my mask because my mouth was like <laughs> wide open. <laughs> was, so it was uh, an interesting, awkward moment. Well, Brandon just gave me a new pair of earbuds, so um, I'm going to be listening to that on the airplane. Yeah. On Tuesday. Oh, where are you going? Uh, Key West. 
Getting the hell out of Cincinnati, buddy. Bring your mask, man. No yeah, shit, man. Right. <laughs> no shit. We just had an episode on which state is worse, Florida or Texas, and then the joke was, well, now I'm going to Florida. <laughs> but the Key West folk are a little bit They're They're a little things. different yeah, down there. It ain't Tallahassee. Yeah, I used to live there for a few years mm. when I was a kid, and they're, mm-hmm. they're different. They are they're different. different. You know, uh, every year in Key West, they have a um, they attack the Coast Guard to secede from the Union, but they do it with fruit. <laughs> so they, they'll, they'll pull up next to a Coast Guard ship and they'll start tossing fruit that's back and great. forth. Yeah, that's you know what that's called. That's called the Florida Man Convention. The Florida Man. They'll <laughs> <laughs> get together and attack the Coast Guard. Yeah. Florida Man. Well, it's Key West. There's more of a gay culture down there. Yes, it's it's, it's kind of. That so it's very colorful mm-hmm. when they do Look, it. <laughs> I'm not judging if Florida man is gay. Florida, Florida you know, man. if they're gonna wrestle an alligator naked and they're gay, I don't care. <laughs> just as much of a right as any other method. For our listeners, wrestling an alligator naked is not endorsed by FDR's wheelchair. No, but no, if you're gonna I, do it, let us know. Yeah, yeah. Then <laughs> send video. I mean, shit. you just gotta look at the headlines, man. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not talking out of turn, right? <laughs> Fact based, man. I'm all about the facts. It's reading the news. <laughs> That's right. You know it's true. It was in the news. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, what was your um, one of your best times running for office or running a campaign? Like, you felt actual change. Like, I know you talked about uh, being invited to the barbecue, but any yeah, other moments no, like that? The, the change, it does come later. Um, <clears> and then even with that, because the the, po- the people who get into office find ways to fuck it up. But running <laughs> running for office as, as Greens, and, you know, even though we've been doing it for almost 20 years here in the city, there's still people who go like, the Green what? Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, when you go and look at your ballot and mark something other than Democrat, and they just gla- eyes glaze <laughs> Right. <laughs> huh? Um, so it's the change that – so you know going in you're probably not going to win, but you also know that you're going to be trapped in a room with a person who will win, mm-hmm. and you get to – when you're talking to the audience, you're also really talking to them. And you're mm. – when they have to hear you four times at every candidate forum talk about – cooperative economics and co-ops and changing over the the city's car fleet to electric and uh and stuff that has to do with reparations and and police accountability and and things like that when they get in they might not get in and say okay i'm gonna do what green man said over here (laughs) but when you know they'll what i probably our biggest one was talking about cooperative businesses and then the person who won for mayor got grant money to study we spend millions of years millions of dollars every year on studies mm-hmm. um on co-ops and then starting a branch of city co-ops get started which they didn't fund very well and fell apart but it it laid that groundwork for mm-hmm. that at some point someone can come along and say, hey, we have this department. We could actually help start co-ops in town. Um, that wouldn't have happened without us running in right. 2013. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. The idea is still and the repetitiveness of it, absolutely. Yeah, it, planting it, those seeds. It always has value. Yes, and, your and voice has value. Your work, when you talk to people and you say, hey, I'm trying to get co-ops started, and they're like, I don't know what that is. And so at least that you're planting those little seeds so that when they do hear it talked about either in a candidate forum or the influence you have on the people who do win when they steal your idea but still fuck it up, at mm-hmm. least they've heard of it before so the fo- so that at the average citizens aren't saying, 
Hey, what is that commie thing you're bringing in? They <laughs> that, that guy who came to my door that didn't seem too crazy, you know, talking about it. Oh, yeah, I kind of heard something about it. So mm-hmm. it helps kind of, what they say, grease the skids or whatever. Right. Yeah. Or whatever new crazy communist thing you're trying to get enacted. Yeah. And I think, um, like you said, it, it when they see that you're not actually crazy or, you know, eating babies or <laughs> anything like evil no. and that you have yeah. ideas that want to help, I think that... That goes but, a long way. As Kermit said, it is not easy being green. And you, <laughs> no. have, you still have those folks who you don't want to run for office slip in there because it's the Green Party. And we actually do try to be inclusive. And we do try. We get a lot of folks who, you know, found that nobody in the Democrats would listen to them. And sometimes for good reason and think, oh, the Greens will listen to me. I'll be a green now. And mm-hmm. you're just like, no, dude, don't really press conference naked. Really? Right. That's, <laughs> that's not actually a made-up thing. Right. Like oh my oh, god. Wow. <laughs> yeah, it was upstate oh. New York. It wasn't. Oh, I can just see the. Oh goodness. I can just see the imprint mark on the chair. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah and, when you just... So it's like you know you're setting all the other greens back, bro. Stop. Right, yeah. You right, make right, it look right, bad. Right. Who let this one in? Get Rainbow <laughs> Cloud off the stage. <laughs> so, I mean, you're gonna have that, and we have to fight. Our own, you know, us screwing our own image up rather than, you know, what people thrust upon us. But it's totally worth it. You get it. It's to me, it's a it's just a tool in the toolbox of activism. Mm-hmm. I know you got lefties shouting, well, no, no, no movements ever were furthered electorally. Well, yeah, because the system's built that way. Mm-hmm. But we use we've had greens, not in Rochester, but we've had greens who win and do really cool mm-hmm. stuff. She's on city council now, but the former mayor of Richmond, California. Uh, look at the shit she's done. As man, she stood up to Chevron. Wow. And won Damn. as wow. mayor. And and she got term limited out. She'd still be there. Mm. She like did some police accountability stuff before it was even a thing. And it was she was a green. Wow. Got into office as mayor of a small city like the one I'm in and it kicked ass. She's only not in there anymore because of term limits. And um, so but running, you get a chance to talk. So as a white guy, I get to go in and talk to other white people about reparations. And that's to me, is my job. As mm-hmm. a white person, it's my job to talk to other white people about mm-hmm. their bullshit. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just to educate them, not to confront them, but to educate them. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah. In, in, to, 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 takes, to put them takes, in a receptive position. And I, I think yeah. being a teacher has helped me personally sure. be able to do it, but sure. to be able to like yell at someone without them knowing they're being yelled at. Right. <laughs> right. 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 It's all about them being receptive. Have to be like, receptive I'm, not, I'm not calling you an asshole. I'm mm-hmm. saying your behavior is that of an asshole. <laughs> That's yeah. This is what an asshole does and this is what you're doing. You see? <laughs> right. So I'm not calling you I'm not calling you a name. I'm just saying your behavior Yep. It's what an asshole would yes. do. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Stop it, Billy. Just saying. <laughs> so, yeah, so um, I f- totally forgot what the hell we were talking about. So, I, I mean, it's just, it's that it's part, the electoral stuff is part of the activism. Yes, I, there's been so many Greens who I've known who have been friends, who are friends of mine, who have said, you know what, I'm tired of this losing. I'm mm-hmm. going to go to the Democrats and change it from within. And politically, they've never been heard from again. Mm, and, right. You know, and it's not, it's no, 
it's not worth coming back and saying, hey, I told you so. But, you know, you, you just come up and you say, hey, you know, we're still open. Please come. We're open. Yeah, we're here. Always. Yeah. Never. Come yep. back. And yep. they don't. They just tend to give up. They give up. That's a shame. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah must, totally. it's rough, you know. I mean, I can understand the human side of that, but still. Oh, oh absolutely. God. No, no. Oh, my God. Yeah. Well, this, that's part of my yeah. recent two-year kind of semi-break from it. I just, I need, you, mm-hmm. like, was I coming, am I coming back? I don't know. Um, I'd like to think the podcast and the radio station is part of my activism. You know, listen to by four people, but whatever. <laughs> hey, it's four more they didn't have. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're in Finland, but you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm maybe they know our listener from Malta. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's uh it's a global thing. That's one of the great things about podcasts, <laughs> right? You can get those Icelanders. <laughs> Me and Ava. Yes. Oh yeah, they're coming back, aren't they? They had a new album. Yeah. yeah. Oh, great. I've been waiting. <laughs> <laughs> Have they released it yet, or is it still coming out? Um, I don't know officially. I know in yeah. my back, my backwoods channels of getting stuff early, I, it is out there. I, oh, okay. It's in stores. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My favorite comeback stories of the last few years is Motley Crue or Vince Neil trying to come back, and each successive time he either falls off a stage or forgets the lyrics or has a sore throat and has to leave. It's 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 fun. I want, I'm ready for the next one. Well, maybe that guy that they scored from Journey could like do yeah, <laughs> or not. <laughs> I'm busy. Yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Sorry. Yeah, I'm taken. <laughs> well, so let me ask you guys. So, what's your yeah. evil, grand, evil plan for FDR's wheelchair? I'm just I. What we started the podcast uh, was just to help people understand the politics going on, mm-hmm. because it. I would watch news, I'd read the news, and I'd be like, "This is no, they've got it wrong." Like. Mm-hmm. Or like I would try and be like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't get it. So I'd have to go research it. And then I was listening to other shows and stuff, and nobody was teaching people about the system and why it is like that. That's um, that's mm-hmm. what we wanted to do, and I think we do a pretty good job. I mean, we have our opinions in there, of course, because um, that's the nature of politics. Mm-hmm. Um, but that was our, our plan, was to help people understand not necessarily form their opinion, but help understand what's going on so that they could listen so that they knew why we felt this way rather than just, this is the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. So you're going to do the show until you fixed everything. Absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, let me know when you are on your 14th anniversary. <laughs> right. Oh, we'll be dead by then. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we had our one year anniversary and we're still going. So, yeah, the sex was you can great. see the <laughs> <laughs> one first year usually is. Year usually is. <laughs> right. It's still exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so, so we, we do try to, I mean, it's hard because you, you, we improvise, but we also come with data and research to validate I our opinions. That when I was listening, yeah. Mm-hmm. You guys are like, I was, I was worried I was going to come on and you were going to ask me about like HR 127, and I'll be like, <laughs> <laughs> there was a few weeks ago, we like, he was reading the text of a bill, including all the numeration <laughs> associated with it. And I'm like trying oh, to like, so this we is don't a comedy need show. That. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. Totally misunderstood. <laughs> I we're just, it we're was just a, having a good time. A reference from a bill from the 1800s. 
<laughs> yes, 1856. Yeah. Right, <laughs> man. You guys better slow down. We better slow the fuck down. I know. Yeah, but yeah. then obviously humor is a big part of it too. And um, the, the yeah, I mean, I'm just saying. We, we, by nature, we 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 laugh and we like to make fun of things, and we're ridiculously inappropriate. So I think we try to balance that. And our listeners, our feedback is always the same thing. We learned a lot, and we cracked up a lot at your shit. And that's yeah. what we kind that's, of are looking yeah. for. That's the main goal. Main goal. All four people out there, they, <laughs> they now what, heard a bill. What do, you guys, what do you guys use to to host? Who do you use to host your podcast? Uh, Buzzsprout. Okay. Because mm-hmm. I don't know what kind of stats you can get from yours. I mean, from Lipson, I get a, you know, I can get countries, but. Um, yeah, that's basically, we get countries, really. Um, mm-hmm. We don't. It's kind of no. Yeah, geolocation. It's like it's it's not a hundred percent accurate. Yeah, necessarily. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't uh, capture everything, but it captures a lot. It gives some good insight out. I have to say. Uh, A few years back, um, just all I would go log on as I would you know post this week's show, and it would you know I'd look at the download numbers really quick because it's right Mm -hmm. there when I log in, and it just this number was like astronomical. Mm-hmm. Like, what, wait, wait, what happened? So all of a sudden, people are listening. And then I dove in a little bit more. There was one episode from when I was in Hawaii mm-hmm. that for some reason was getting downloaded tens of thousands of times in China. <laughs> and it just kept going mm-hmm. like every day. I was getting tens of thousands of downloads of this one show in China. Interesting. huh? And so I went back and listened to this show from like eight years ago. And it was the most boring yeah. show ever. It had nothing of anything. So, some computer like did a robo download or something weird. Yeah, or, or somehow something got through their filter that you know be of banned shit. And some, <laughs> and, like, I'm thinking just people wanting to listen to anything that's you know, you know American blue jeans go kind of thing. And yeah, and it uh. went for about a month, and then it just. Closed, but they realized they, something. They found Closed the back, they found the gap. <laughs> if you ever go to China, you'll be summarily That's, arrested that was the immediately. Joke for a while, yes, how big in China Stewart was. Yeah, <laughs> most wanted. China, just be mobbed in the streets. <laughs> yeah, if I show up, I'd like they'd be waiting for me to arrest me. For, it's it. it's like when Frank Zappa went to Czechoslovakia when the curtain fell. <laughs> I don't know this story. Oh, um, he be, he was, um. I forget the entire story, but he became almost a cult hero in Czechoslovakia, and he was—he just—he was kind of the representative of American rock and roll music for for whatever reason he caught on. um, Still under Soviet control, people referred to. Oh, I know the story. when the youth would play their music too loud, they would the police would say, "Stop playing that Frank Zappa music." That was kind of like the line of the authorities there. So um, when he um, when 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 the curtain fell and Czechoslovakia opened up um, after what was the name of the revolution in Czechoslovakia? Oh, I don't know off the top. Yeah, of my I head. forget. Make uh, it up. Yeah, make it up. The <laughs> the, the douche nozzle revolution. <laughs> um, People don't know um, any better though. Yeah. They don't. <laughs> the um. The United States, and I'm un, I'm not un, sure because this is under George Bush's administration, so I'm not sure who made him this, but he was like the American envoy of culture and arts from the United States. So he decided to fly over there and meet some of the new leadership, and when he got to the airport, he was mobbed by thousands of people and was treated like the Beatles 
in New York City <laughs> in 1963, and it was really, really cool. Um, there's actually, last year, because I, I learned about this last year, there's a new Zappa um, um, documentary on Hulu, which is oh, mind-blowing. I did see fuck. that. Yeah. Did you see it? I haven't watched oh, it, yeah. but I saw it on, oh, on it, Hulu. It's so cool. But I digress. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't do that on this show. No, never. <laughs> That's how I'll get treated when I come into Cincinnati. Right, yeah. yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you have to beat them off. <laughs> I'm married. I'm not <laughs> uh, was there any, anything else that you wanted to, to mention or talk about? Oh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Damn it, you're... I was just hanging out. So. Oddly like us. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Much. yeah. Um, no, I don't have, I, I honestly don't, sometimes I have a plan of what things I want to do, whether it's with the podcast or mm-hmm. whatever, or my activism, or, and I don't right now. Um, mm-hmm. There's just, well, you know, life's kind of getting in, jumping in and getting involved in these grand plans, and we're going to keep doing the show because we like doing it, and uh, as long as I can spend the money and have the radio station keep going. I'm going to keep doing it. And it's just always going to be there as long as I can do it. And folks want to listen. That's mm-hmm. awesome. They want to give feedback. That's awesome. Even if it's shitty feedback, you're more than welcome. To, <laughs> you're well, more than you welcome certainly to have it. an I'm, interesting story. It, it is more than welcome to ignore it. <laughs> so that's all good. And I'm just having fun with it. And once this pandemic kills the people it's going to kill, then I can have folks back in a room and we can go back to, you know, trying drunk yoga and doing dumb shit like drunk, that as well. Drunk yoga. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to make yeah, it get entertaining. Yeah, it wasn't as fun as I thought it would be. No? No. Uh, no. no. Moving there's, anything. Yeah, drunk there's too much idea. activity, I think. <laughs> <laughs> you know, one guy falling asleep in the back, another one farting all through it. It wasn't as fun as I thought it would be. <laughs> mm, shocking. Shocking. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I did have uh, one final question for you. Yeah. As a Green Party representative and someone who's been active in it, what are the main tenets of the Green Party? Because uh, I know I've I've heard of the Green Party, but I don't really know what all they stand for. Um, the fish and Toyota Priuses. Fucking yeah. <laughs> you know, and here's the thing. If you if you say that, like, in a Green Party meeting, you will get 17 people telling you how horrible Priuses are. Yeah, <laughs> right. It is yeah. it is that typical right. lefty kind of if yeah, been, yeah. They'll like, talk about nickel lefty. mining and they're like, I know, I know about the nickel mining. We're going to try to fix it, <laughs> I, motherfuckers. I, you know, and you can't say, what are we supposed to do? Yeah. Go to horse and buggy because then we're talking about animal rights. Right, and, right. And, and it's all correct. Yeah, it is right. It's yeah. all right, but it's yeah. like you can't get anything done. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this was like 12, 15 years ago, and we're we're much better now. Let me just okay. start okay. with this. But there was a state Green Party meeting in New York where at the beginning of the meeting, the argument went until 2 o'clock about what time lunch was going to be. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that was the last state Green Party meeting I went to for a long time. That's like the People's Judea's Front in Bonnie Python's <laughs> yeah. Life of Brian. No, it's the People's Front of Judea. <laughs> yeah, and it really was. And, and it's still going to have tinges of that. It's not that bad. But this, And here's the thing. What I'm saying isn't even hyperbole. It was in the room. It was, well, as long as I could take it, I eventually left the room. But, um, <laughs> and so... There, there, there are aspects like that. So yeah, you can come in with your. I stand for pre. Look, 
I can tell you I'm not going to give out too much information because it's not, you know, the, the conversation mm-hmm. within the state Green Party here in New York about vaccinations mm-hmm. has been, thank God it's been mostly by email so I can ignore a lot of it. Mm-hmm. It's been long <laughs> and arduous. And the the right now the state party is taking a stance that we don't have an official stance because it's so, there's just a number of internal don't call me an anti-vaxxer, yet they do everything they do is anti-vax. <laughs> right. Because the, we don't want to endorse the companies that provide the vaccine, so it kind of gives you... Some of yeah, it's yeah, that. Some of, some of it's... We've, we still yeah. don't know what's been in the in the yeah. vaccinations. Some are still... Stu- Look, yeah. we I all like to believe our own biases, and, and yeah. some are, are still like, you know, there hasn't been enough research done on the vaccines when mm-hmm. we know that's not true. Right. We know that this is based on research that's been going on since SARS-1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, so there is. And like I said, a lot of these folks were drummed out one way or another of the Democratic Party, and the Green Party will let you talk. So <laughs> it attracts. Yes, you Mike. have folks who can stand in front of a group of people and, and speak in coherent sentences and wear pants to our press conferences. <laughs> and, and, shit like that. and we do that. And, we're, and when we get into office, we do legitimate cool ass shit like, you know, like in Richmond, California. But you have the people who are outcasts and are not one way or another taken out back and beaten by the Democratic Party behind mm-hmm. the dumpster, you know. Uh, so you got to work through that if you really want to include as many people as possible and you believe in free speech that means sometimes you got to figure out a way to make this decision about lunch before two (laughs) (laughs) o'clock and it sucks it's it's horrible and you waste time and like i have no more hair left and it's like (laughs) i say a little bit there i mean you're good (laughs) but and so it, it it that part is frustrating and sometimes you think there you sit there thinking Oh, Brandon, I still haven't answered your question. I'm sorry. And, oh, that's and fine. Yeah. You still, you know, and you're thinking, is it worth it to sit here having this this stupid argument about vaccines again? And yeah, unless you're unless you're totally just bailing out, I'd rather be mm-hmm. doing this than sitting in a Democratic committee meeting saying it's it's Bob White guy's turn to run this year because it's just right. his turn. He's been around long enough. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's and, equally as frustrating. Mm, right. Absolutely. Okay. So, um. I, I it doesn't matter. It can be a list of four. I always forget one. I this is like a Python thing. Mm-hmm. One, two, five. So I'm gonna do the best I can um, to make it sound completely cult like. The Greens have ten key values. Mm-hmm. Okay. And we give you a flower at the airport as we tell them to. <laughs> um, well, you so you do have the hair for that. I'm saying. <laughs> right. But it's been distilled down to four pillars, which is which are more general. So you have grassroots democracy. Um, uh, nonviolence, uh, social justice, and, inv- and environmental stewardship. I think I got that one right. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually got all four this time. And those are the main four pillars. And then with under that, you can branch that off into the 10 key values, which okay. really does sound cult-like, and I'm sorry. Um, but no, I think that's any organization has yeah. those type of structures, and that helps focus yeah. people. I mean, especially and, when you have such a large umbrella, you need that sometimes to provide a glue and a focus. So, yeah. so there's like the social justice pillar kind of expands out to feminism and 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 things like that. And so, mm-hmm. but even though those are vague enough to where you can then start having the four hour arguments about what feminism is, mm-hmm. and that's okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's an okay discussion. 
Um, if you get a chance, go to gp.org. Okay. All right. And the platform there, look, man, if you any green you see who runs for office and has a really short platform, they're not real greens. <laughs> that is good to know. Like, like any good a litmus just, test right there. Like, like like a good Fidel follower, they will talk for nine hours if you don't shut them up. <laughs> you know, if their batteries and their bullhorn don't wear out. So, um, yeah, there's we can my platforms were with links and hyperlinks and you know more information than anyone's ever gonna read. And that's how we do. And we'll talk for seventeen hours about nickel and my Prius. Yeah, fascinating. You know. But that's good. That's good. It's always yeah. good. Well, sometimes yeah. you have to do it though. Yeah, the, yeah. yeah. yeah it is. Yeah. So. Uh, but it, it is, it, in some ways, it's it's for a while the Green Party was what the Democrats said that they were. But I'm not going to lie, the kids have actually been pulling the Greens more to the left. Younger uh-huh. Greens have been coming in, and they just got a platform change to where, for the first time, this happened about four or five years ago, the Greens were right out in front saying we are anti-capitalist. Oh, ooh. Um, whereas before, most of the platform was, you know radical reformation of capitalism mm-hmm. whereas these these kids got the the uh, these kids got it through and they had a they had to go and hammer overhead all these old white hippies yeah. who just were you know you know peace on earth man but can we make some money off of it kind of people yeah and and they hammered it through and the greens now as an entity nationally are anti-capitalist officially wow i did not know that. i didn't know that at all either huh. Well, we put out press releases, but the press doesn't cover it. Oh, no, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they will cover the naked guy giving a press conference. Yes. <laughs> I'm sure they would. I, all right, now you're going to make me Google it. <laughs> I can't remember his name. I can't. That's fantastic. <laughs> oh, well, I'm out of questions. Man, I feel like we could talk for 12 hours, but uh, yeah. we wouldn't Always. do that to you. <laughs> Boy, we, we appreciate this opportunity um, to connect, and, you know, I've already learned a lot. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I had no mm-hmm. idea, but I knew of the Green Party, but like I said, I, I didn't know what it did, or I didn't know it was anti-capitalist. I didn't, mm-hmm. I didn't know it had tenants and pillars and yep. stuff like and, that. So You know, and next time I'll come on and, and I'll, like, I'll have the rum ready, and I'll be drinking, and <laughs> then we can talk about more butt, butt, butt plugs and shit like that. Excellent. Yeah. All awesome. about a good butt plug. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and by the way, if you go to StuartBadassa.com, we are affiliates of companies where you can get the latest in yeah. all Christmas butt plugs, you know, holidays are coming up. Oh, themed yeah. butt plugs. Themed butt plugs. <laughs> yeah. You think well, Anna has everything? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. Well, when you come from shitholes like Southwest Ohio and Rochester, those are the things that matter. Yeah. <laughs> There's nothing yeah, to do, I man. Like, I, I like to think in our we're affiliates of yeah. companies. You can pretty much, yeah. sur- other than shelter, you can't get, but I think you can get food, clothing, uh, sex toys, um, just about everything you could buy right from superpodesto.com. Ah. <laughs> I'm checking out. I'm Christmas shopping now after this. Totally Books, music, you name it. There's, we got it all. Oh, check it out. Yeah. Here. It's like the Amazon for loser lefties. <laughs> I'm all over it then. Yes. <laughs> right up our alley. Yeah. Well, thank Honestly, you. Honestly, it's all yeah. for, we do it for fun. If yep. the $2 we get for the $7 million in merchandise we mm-hmm. might sell for them, it, it, just, I, yeah. it, pays, to, it pays for the podcast. It's fun. Yeah. That's yeah. great. It's That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. But we, I do check out all the companies there. 
to make sure they're not douchebags. Right. Um, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So you you you're ethically sourced butt plug, and you're not going to get some, <laughs> you know, Jeff Bezos shouldn't be making money off of what goes in your ass. I've always said that. Always. Well, yeah. That should be my email signature <laughs> at work. Yeah. yeah. So. Very very true. Very very true. <laughs> Well, thank you, Dave, for coming on the show. We really we did learn a lot, actually, and, cool. and we had a great time had talking a lot of fun. with you. And, um, so if I don't you... know which one of you or both of you are coming on Stuart Badasso, but I'll tell you right now ahead of time, no idea what we're talking about. Fantastic. So, it's all good. Um, I think we'll both be on. Yeah. I, I do my best to work in the mention of butt plugs at any time and point. So all right. We've done a great job this episode. We'll have butt plugs in on the yeah, show. Yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll join in. <laughs> we'll plug your show. <laughs> I, did, I, I was going to do that once. I don't, what was the reason I didn't do that? There was some reason I didn't. Well, one, it would have been a butt plug in my ass during the show. But the there was a reason why I didn't end up doing it. Um, we did... We did use a sex toy on the show once. Just sour to sound like I was be, trying to be Howard Stern, but I wasn't. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is when my wife and I were just dating. <laughs> the show is still on. Why is the show in a higher octave? Back when we were, we had an agreement with this one company to review some of their stuff. Remote con- Early versions of the remote control sex toys, right? And so I talked to my girlfriend at the time. She hadn't she hadn't gotten me to marry her yet, so she couldn't tell me to <laughs> no. Um, and she wore this thing while doing the show, and we didn't tell Melissa about it. And I had the remote. So, oh, right. So we're just going and talking, and every once in a while, you know, you'd hear a little something, you know, a noise or something like that. We didn't tell Melissa till like the last five minutes, and so That's yeah, great. basically. <laughs> that's awesome that's fantastic yeah. and if i suggested my wife do that now no, it'd no. be like the old cartoon frying pan in my head <laughs> <laughs> we, unfortunately i don't get to do that anymore no uh, was that the episode that was downloaded thousands of times in china no <laughs> it, was, it was so boring it, it had nothing about anything it was like i had tapioca pudding this week <laughs> Is this being t- I had no clue. Like, maybe by accident, if you played it backwards, it said, you know, Mao is my god. I don't know. <laughs> I have no idea. But we were big in China for about a while. Oh, yeah. Well, at least right, you're big yeah, somewhere. <laughs> yep. All right, Stuart. So uh, we can get to your podcast pretty much anywhere. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's on Apple, all the places. I mean, just like how I bumped yeah. into you guys. I don't even remember signing up for Audrey or whatever it's called. <laughs> I, it's all of a sudden, I get this message it's like, "Oh, damn! I don't even know what my login is for this." <laughs> Jesus. And yeah, so we're ever we're everywhere. If you yeah. if you do Stuart Badasso, yeah, it'll come up. And Dave, I did notice because I usually use Spotify. Spotify, your last episode that's on there is like from April, but everywhere yeah, else, it's like up we, to date. We we um we used to play music on the show. Oh. Oh, you got in trouble? At at the beginning, I went out of my way to make sure it was independent. You know, I was asking permission from everybody, Mm -hmm. and and that just got to be so tedious. I was like, okay, I'm just going to play stuff that I know is not from major labels. Okay. And so Spotify sent us, this was around April, sent us an email saying, somebody heard a song 
from the Concord Music Group literally like 10 years ago, a podcast from 10 years ago. And Spotify took that down and then threatening to take all of our shit down and take our firstborn and I don't know, wow. come and take the butt plug out of my ass and do all this stuff. Whoa. Like Not so, the butt plug. Right. So I kind of disconnected our connection to Spotify okay. and then went right. in and deleted all of the ones because we stopped doing music a few, few years ago. Okay. And so I deleted all the old ones and then I reconnected it again. I think Spotify is like, nah, we don't trust you. Okay. And gotcha. So we there's. We were on Spotify. I would, I maybe, thanks for telling me. I'll go yeah. in and see if they'll redo it again. Okay. But, well, that's uh, an yeah, interesting it had to story. Do with the maybe. songs we used to play. Mm. And, uh, yeah, they get really picky about the music yeah. when they put shit up. But, oh, well. I mean, we really yeah. only did, like, there, I wasn't busting out Stairway to Heaven. Right. Like that. It was all really obscure shit. That, yeah. Yeah, but, but money, yeah. If they don't get their money. Yep. I hear well, you. You can go right to stuartpredasso.com. Yep. Perfect. Damn straight. Yep. You I got shop. it off of Google. I'm you good. can shop and uh, get your butt Everything. plug and listen to the episode. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes listening it, listening to it feels like you have a butt plug in. <laughs> <laughs> Not on purpose. Better than a catheter. Yep. Yeah, yeah, true. Very true. Very true. That used to be our, our motto. The stupid asshole show is better than a catheter. <laughs> Which Just. means it sucks. <laughs> barely, barely. Barely. Barely better. <laughs> well, thanks again for coming on, man, and uh, we appreciate oh, it. Time, and, so. I'll, and I'll hook up with you guys, and uh, we'll figure out which day and what okay. time, and we'll get together and... Perfect. Do Sounds great, brother. You. We'll put you on here real soon. Very cool. <laughs> all yeah, right. And when you're when it's up, I'll blast it all over too, and we'll we'll do that. All right. Well, all thank right. you so much, and it was a pleasure talking to you. Yeah, it was good meeting you guys. All right. Good all right. luck. <laughs> 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 I, I ended all with good luck. Yeah, good fucking luck, man. <laughs> I need it. Yeah. This has been a legacy of FDR in his wheelchair.